Hello, nerdy adventurers and dice-rolling fiends, to another episode of Roll What You Will, a place where us average schmoes get together over the internet, unfortunately, because we're separated by miles and miles. For you in other parts of the world, that's kilometers and kilometers. Kilometers and kilometers. Um, with that being said, um, we very much appreciate having you. For those of you who are coming back, we open you up. Or yes, we open you up. <laughs> <laughs> we open you. We what? <laughs> Let me get my knives. Um, no. We welcome you back with open arms. For those of you who are barely joining us, we say a fun hello. We hope you enjoy this and have fun. Yeah, they can't see you do that. I know. Uh. Um, as always, there is our listener support. Liking, sharing, it goes a long way, even just sharing the podcast so that way other people can listen to it. Every person who listens to it gets us a little bit closer. Um, yes. But then again, there is also listener support where if we get enough people subscribing to our listener support, we indeed can start kicking out posters, commission uh, miniatures, we can do all sorts of things. And this would be all thanks to you guys. Mm -hmm. uh, at some point in time, we will be having a Patreon go up, which you guys can also subscribe to. We very much like that as well. Yes. On top of that, we have our t-shirt campaign. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's technically like... That's for you to talk ones. about? Okay, so our t-shirt campaign, the Roll What You Will one, is linked um, in the description as well as the rest of our social medias. Um, and if you clicky click on the roll what you will one, it will take a or it will take you to the T-shirt with our lovely DM's face on it, designed by. <laughs> Stop. Designed by Red, our wonderful, wonderful artist who does all of our beautiful artwork. Um, so shout out to her, and lots of love her way. Um, like I said, the campaign is not active right now, but if you want to purchase a shirt, go right ahead, and it will reactivate the campaign. There is also the Danger Dutch merch. Um, that one's not active either, but if you want to purchase a shirt from that, go right ahead and it will reactivate that one too. Um, and then Lone Star 3D Printing, um, Red is also an associate with that, so she gets to play with our minis before we get to. So I'm excited to see what she has in store for us there. Um, we also just want to thank everybody on Instagram and Twitter. Um, stop it. Toby. Ugh. Dog. Anyway, we want to thank everybody on Instagram, everybody on our Twitter. On our Twitter, we are close to 370 followers. Um, and our Instagram, which is loading, we have 312. So thank you guys so much for all of your love, all of your shares. Um, and we actually got mentioned today on Twitter that we are actually on somebody's podcast list to listen to. Hey! So, that's really cool. There we go. Um, so thank you guys. We love you more than you will ever, ever know. Um, and I think that's it. Alright. Well, diving right into everything last we left off, the Merry Band of Misfits did the absolutely wonderful thing and split the party. Again. Again. Sorry. 
With that all being said, Becky, Cyrodiil, Zan all went out to Sock Farm in order to uh, pick up an Adrestia since she was sitting out there unbeknownst to the situation that had developed in Eastwatch. Mm-hmm. Somewhat obvious, but um, yeah. with all that being said, it was also to deliver the papers. Mm-hmm. We left off with them actually marching back towards Eastwatch. Towards the Red Yes. Well, back towards Eastwatch. Yeah. Because you'll have to get through the gate to get... <laughs> Again. Yes. <laughs> Damn it. At the same time, Davos, as well as their plucky friend, <laughs> Bastion, were making their rounds uh, through the city mm-hmm. and had previously stopped off at the Scholar's District to talk to one of the contacts there. Mm-hmm. Oh, just had that paper. Didn't it start with an M? What? I think it started with an M. Something like that. I don't remember his damn name. Oh, there goes Zach and his nose. I know. <laughs> I mean, this is the issue with having your notes spread across, like, three different things. Oh, yeah. Is that was it! No, that no. was, uh, what... That was Bastion's code name. Yeah. Close. I feel like that's close, though. Nope. Nope. Not that one. That was the one-eyed, one-armed... Flying purple people eater? No. There we are. Yeah, that was the one-eyed, fucked-up goblin. Yeah. Margaret. Margaret, Maggot, same damn thing. No. There was Maggot. Please hold. We apologize for that. It was our dog dog alarm going off. Uh, Yes, it was Margot the Hobgoblin who was rather upset at the enslavement of his people. So, of course, task you guys with, uh, with rescuing of them in order to earn the trust. One there, but yeah. Exactly. Um, and then, of course, after that, you guys had sort of left the manufactorium that was inside the Scholar's District. Uh, I guess with that being said, let's start with Davos. Davos! Davos and Bastion walking down the street. Huh? We had just left the uh, the manufactorium, and we were uh, heading out of uh, out of the uh, academy. Yep. Uh, I was going to ask Bastion uh, if he could take me to the next contact over in the uh, the Keith district. The uh, stronghold district. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing. Close enough. Right. Keith stronghold. Yeah. yeah potato bottom. You say potato, I say rutabaga. It's all the same. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, so, uh, Bastion, uh, do you, would you be willing to lead me over to the next contact? Oh, of course. He's a dear friend. Help me out of many scrapes. Let's make our way up there. If I remember correctly, he should still have his offices within the keep. 
Anything you should know about our contact? Uh, what's he look like? His disposition, etc. He has a mild disposition to be a little bit forgetful. Seems to be a bit caught up in his work. Um, of course, don't let his skin uh, throw you. The tone seems to be a little bit odd for this area. Though more native to the uh, infernal lands. Oh. Say again? Keepin? Oh yes, quite. Those horns aren't quite as magnificent as our little bard. Oh, Vasha said you not have nice horns address you. I'm not there, but that. She seems to be rather horny. Aha, aha, ha! It was an easy joke. Just like, never mind. Not there. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Um, Moving on. <laughs> okay, so he's a, he's a tiefling. He's a, he's a little forgetful. Uh, exactly. Uh, he has indeed spent some time with the guild, so of course is on good basis with them. Uh, which guild? The Adventurers Guild? Well, both the Mages Association as well as the Adventurers Guild. There was a time that he spent with the Mages Association. Actually, where I met him, bastard. Yes, but of course, the the Adventurers Guild. Uh, if I remember correctly, he was part of the earlier days of it. How old is he? How long did he live? Sixty or so. Oh. Okay. Average human lifespan. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've always kind of. Yeah, okay. Mage's Guild hasn't been around that long, though. No. He's a very learned man, though, so. Spent most of his time at one academy or the other. Great, then. Hopefully, he will have some information that can help us out here. Exactly. Uh, now that. There is the question of getting into the Stronghold District. Is there any sort of uh, security measure in place that we need to be concerned about? Um, about that. Oh no. Yes. Uh, unfortunately, since the abrupt transition of government within this area, They've sort of had the governor under lock and key. Or at least that entire area. Normally if the governor is seen anywhere besides the stronghold district, it's within f with 15 armed guards. Oh, we're going to have a hell of a time. How good are you at sneaking? Sneaking. Well, I've been told that much like many wizards, I can definitely slither in. I'm out. No. 
because if need be, I can make us invisible. Yeah. So that would take care of the visible portion of sneaking. But you need to be light on your toes, so to speak. Well, at least it's better than my brother. Oh, poor church. That is not an understatement. But, uh, poor church. Yeah. Uh, if they beat, we can just waltz right in without even being seen. Now, um, where roughly is your contact located within the keep, uh, the uh, stronghold district? Within his apartments in the keep. Mm, so right in the right in the heart of it, huh? Oh yes. He's been trying to feed the uh, resistance some information as he can, though as of late it hasn't been that much. Definitely. Okay. I mean, if need be, I can always reapply it, but I'd rather not use up all of my abilities uh, if not needed. But yeah, let's uh, let's make our way over. Yes, let's. And this, of course, is you guys are having this conversation as you're walking through the rest of the Scholars District, um, finally making your way out of the uh, district itself and up through the main promenade of the market square. Uh, following the roads up, you guys do indeed pretty much have it spit out. Yes, have it spit out directly at pretty much the surrounding area at the uh, Stronghold District. Uh, I still have an accessible location. Where did that map go? There we are. Yes. Wait until you see my shadow clone Jutsu. <laughs> yes. No, as you guys uh, progress forward and actually I'm going to be the next up to the stronghold district, um, looking at it, of course you can see the little bit of the Indian waterway, the um, portion that was sort of carved out in order to make almost a moat and the singular um, bridge that spans that moat. Um, three towers, <coughs> equidistance apart, and then the keep on the far side peeking out 
the tall spires of it far enough above the walls of the district. The worn down and tarnished, once red, now uh, dark, dark green stone from the moss, as well as algae pretty much that just forms on that area, the moisture-rich environment that it is. A little bit of ivy, actually, also coming from the Spearwatch peaks themselves. As you're looking up, though, on top of the uh, three watchtowers, standing tall and just guesstimating, you'd say at least 10 feet, 15 feet maybe, these large, almost golems of metal. Shields at side, spears, the butts marking every single step that they make, making a loud, resounding clack as the actual steel butt of the spear hits the ground. And of course, also, just draped across the towers and hanging down are the large banners of the Athlonian Empire the uh, black sword on fire set against a no it was silver sword on fire set against a red background yeah Aside from these stone golems are also, or not stone, but steel machination constructs, are also about six, seven smaller constructs that you, of course, of course have seen before at the Battle of the Sanctuary. Not the ones that gave you... Uh, a horrible infection, but these are the smaller ones. The ones that toted around the steam rifles. Delightful. Yes. And this, of course, is pretty much what you see as you're coming up across or up to the area. Okay. Well, I'm pretty much going to keep going with Bastion until me, until the guards tell me to turn around. Okay. As you guys actually just start to approach the bridge, nothing really happens until you get across to the other side of the bridge. Or two guards. And, uh, yeah, your passive perception's like 14, 12, something like that, 13? It's, it's, uh, 14. Four, ah, see, I remember. But just as you get closer to these guards, it's really weird. An odor that you have smelled before, though you can't put your finger on it. Is it like uh, a rotten smell? 
ish. Mm. Can I do a perception check? Yeah. That kind of smell. That smelly smell. That smell you can't put your finger on smell. Yes. Okay, uh, it is not much better than my passive perception as a modified Okay. Um, with that being said, you just sort of... And it's definitely... A foul odor. Reminiscent of something you have run across before. But it's still one of those you cannot put your finger on exactly where you have run across it. I swear to God, it's the... Okay, anyways. Uh, I'll make note of that and continue on the route. Mm-hmm. As you approach these two guards, rather stockily built, um just as you're sitting there looking at them. Swords at their sides, shields at the ready. One of them looks up. Alright. No one's permitted to enter today by order of the Lord Governor. Oh. Well, my mistake then. Good day to you. Turn around with Bastion. Go the other way. Bastion actually follows your lead and goes the other way. Oh, that sneaky motherfucker. The last and We're going to make a quick turn down into an alley where we can't be seen. All right. It doesn't take you too far to find just one of the side alleys because you are sitting there um, bridging the gap between the Melrose District, the Market District, and the... Uh, Undercliff district. So they're pretty much like right smack dab in the middle. In a sense. So, yeah. uh, I explained to Bastion, so once I make us invisible, I'm not going to be able to see where you are, and you're not going to be able to see where I am. So we're probably going to want establish some way to maintain contact with one another while we're moving so that we don't lose track of where we are. Oh, that's perfectly all right. You want to tie like a rope around or something? I have rope. Well, since I'm not one much for uh, deception... Would this spell that you're doing uh, turn the rope invisible as well? Yes, uh, actually, yeah, out of character here, anything that I'm holding becomes invisible. So if it's on me, it becomes invisible. Uh, and, and my ability allows me to cast an invisibility on another person as well. So anything they're wearing also becomes invisible. Anything the target is wearing or carrying is invisible as long as um, it is on the target's person. A spell ends on an attack. This is definitely out of character. Yes. Alright. 
So as long as we don't go attacking anyone and don't get attacked by anyone, uh, I think we should be fine. Well, let's just hope they don't say something stupid. Uh, do we need to, like, make some earplugs for you so you don't hear anything unfortunate? <laughs> uh, no, I should be able to resist it well enough, my friend. Very well. Okay, so with that being said, uh, I've got 25-foot rope here because you never have enough rope. Uh, so I say we, you know, tie off here. We can get, you know, up to about 25 feet away from each other, but try to stay closer so that we don't have to, you know, reach the end of our rope. Deadpan expression across his face. Yes, unfortunately, that one was about as funny as my horny joke. I would say we walked right into it, but with this spell you're casting, no one will see it coming. Okay, I'm just going to tie the rope. <laughs> He's got, like, horrible dad jokes. Bastion, are you a daddy? <laughs> Around the waist or around the wrist or, or whatever. Um, and then cast some visibility. Alright. Um I'd actually, you know, just give you a little bit more flavor as you pass one telepathically with him. Yeah. As you were saying. Uh, you cut off for a minute there, so I don't know what you just said. Uh, basically, what I said was we're going to tie off the rope, and then from here on out, we're going to communicate telepathically. So if he needs to say something to me or communicate to me, like tap me on the shoulder or something and try to whisper it into my ear as best as you can, taking the invisibility into consideration. Oh, yes. Of course. Okay, bibbidi bobbidi boo, we're invisible. Um, let's just go, go right through the front gate. Alright. Now, as you guys actually swing back around, it doesn't take you too much uh, distance. It's maybe three minutes of your hour. As you'll go from the alleyway you're in, and then up the bridge. And then since you guys are sneaking past somebody, I will have them roll. Yep. All right. Oh, they just sit there. No, I didn't specify we are doing this uh, stealthily. Yes. But I'm just figuring with, between your stealth and invisibility, just base stealth anyway, and invisibility, they have to try and find you, not uh, sort of the other way around. Okay. Yeah. No, as you are actually sitting there, um, sort of waiting for them, 
Sure. Yeah, no, as you're walking past, just... There's that slight smell again, and then you get past it. Nothing. You hear the thunking overhead of the steel constructs moving back and forth. The smaller feet of the smaller constructs, just because of the fact that they are steel, they do ring out across the stone that is this uh, wall. Making your way actually into the stronghold district itself. Into the stronghold district itself, up ahead of you, uh, you do indeed see the East Watch Keep, which about four spires sort of come off the keep itself, those reaching up five, six stories at least. At the top, one or two of them are just open glass with reinforcements to keep the roof on. The other two, which are on the other diagonals, are the full solid stone. Um, with it being, of course, daytime, you can't see any light flickering out from it. But you do indeed see the stained glass that makes up whatever windows are there. Looking at the keep itself, it's definitely one of those it's seen better days. There's the almost chipping on the stone from the constant salt from the sea or at least the erosion coming from the uh, acidity of it the salinity whatever you want to say and as you are making your way through this small little courtyard almost up to the keep itself, which has a very large set of stone stairs in front of it. A uh, semicircle out in front of it, so to say. Making your way up, looking around a little bit as you do, and then sort of going inside. There's not too many people outside, and those people that are indeed outside, you can tell, are indeed walking in formation. It's a mixture of the automata as well as humanoid, bipedal, biological, flesh-bone type of beings. As you get closer to the stronghold, it's slight smell, but the more you linger around it, the more it just becomes one of those background smells. Yeah, you know it's there, but you can't smell it anymore consciously. Like a white noise machine just playing in the background constantly and you just soon block it out. It's stronger than it was before. No, it is present and there, but very, very subtle. 
let's proceed. Yeah. And unfortunately, as you are indeed approaching the keep, the doors are closed. Salmon beaches. Are they locked? You can't tell. But this is as you are going up the stairs to the keep itself. Can I treat you? You can tell that they are closed. Um, as you get closer, yeah, you can try one, and you notice that it's unlocked with this many people around. say to him if we should try the front door tug on the rope once if you want to find another way tug on the rope twice if you can heal me blink yeah um he does not do anything How many yeah. people are around? Yeah, that's not. Is this including the ones that are up on the wall? Yes. Forty-five ish. 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 Okay. What noise is there in the general vicinity? Um. You're going to say, just in the general vicinity, not really paying attention to you, there's about two groups of ten people each. There's a couple of people actually coming around. Um, so that's a set of five. And then a few scattered here and there. Uh, now, no one is super close. So there's a whole bunch of people marching around. Uh, yes. Yeah. Just for shiggles, apparently. So here, here's, my, here's my logic. There's a whole bunch of people marching around, making a whole bunch of noise. There's the sound of the machinery from those constructs, just the constant Yes. And there, there is going off. There's not going to be relatively much noise coming from this door even if it is creaky and old uh and if we're careful about opening it it's not going to be much in the way of a visual uh like giveaway either uh does this door open inwardly or outwardly from what i can see from what you can tell and this is just fiddling with the door and somewhat moving it which You'd say someone's taking care of the door because it's actually rather quiet. Not too much of a squeak to it or... But... Um, it would open inwardly. 
as if when receiving guests, trying to make a uh, statement. So that also works in our favor somewhat in the sense that if it opens inwardly, it's not going to look very obvious to anybody outside. Now, if there's anybody inside on the other side of the doors, that could be a problem. So I'm going to go ahead and crack the door open just a teeny tiny bit and peek through to see if I can see anybody. Give me a constitution. No. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Davos dies. No, uh... (laughs) No, as you actually look inside and just sort of peek around, you can tell there are a few people milling about the halls, but it's actually very desolate inside. God, is nobody really allowed in there? Perfect. Weird. Okay. So I'm going to creak open the door just enough for both me and Bastion to shimmy our way inside, and then we're going to close the door as quietly as possible. You creak open the door knowing exactly how big you are, and are able to shimmy your way inside. No problem. Oh no. And then the door is somewhat pulled out of your grasp as Bastion wiggles his way through. When your friend is a lot bigger than you realize. He's a girthy bitch. He's <laughs> kind of like church and his junk is drunk. Right. Uh, no, and then just very quietly. Does anybody around us seem to notice? You do have a couple of people that, you know, as they're walking through the hall, just turn around and look at the door as it opens, just because of the light being spread inward. It seems uh, this particular hallway, the only real light coming through it, is a little bit of stained glass window above the door, and the um, sconces along the walls. Okay. So, that uh, little bit of light. How did they seem to uh, react to that? More questioning looking at it like, what the fuck? What the fuck just happened? Okay, let's try and convince them the wind somehow blew the door open. How about a little bit of prestidigitation to just make a small little gust of wind? Oh, dang it, I wish I came with you. I'd have got you. Give me one second. As far as I know, that shouldn't break invisibility because it's not an attack. No, it is not an attack, but... I cannot remember. It shouldn't require concentration either because it's an instantaneous effect. It doesn't require a, a continuous, like, uh, concentration. Okay. 
And in any case, prestidigitation is, um, yeah, you were correct. That's one of those that it just takes an action to cost. Cast. Key. Word. Action to cost, yeah. Yes. Cost an action to cast. <laughs> Words and stuff. But it is indeed not a concentration spell. So that little bit of breeze coming through. Give me a deception check. There are a couple people actually approaching the door now. No, no. Okay. We're just going to stand off to the side. As you slunk your way off to the side, give me a stealth roll at advantage. Just to make sure that nothing is too far off. <laughs> yes. As you slink off to the side, uh, Bastion in tow. Yes. Can you give me that box over there, dear? This one? This. Yeah. With Bastion in tow, um,. <laughs> They really don't notice anything else happening in that general area. So they just go up to it and sit there, fiddle with the lock a little, or with the closing, um, the handle mechanism part of it. What the hell did it just blow open? Sitting there making sure it works and then close it and then try and tug on it a little bit. You know, doing what you would do if the wind the, just blew door. your door open, making sure that it's not going to happen again. Yeah, well, while they're all fiddling with that, we're just going to slink away. Distraction successful. Yes. Now, as you slink away, is um, you're actually heading down the hall, and this one in particular, of course it ends in another set of great doors. Uh, these ones, it's still very large doors. You're talking 15 feet tall, uh, 10 feet wide. Meh, competition. Um, <laughs> type of doors. It's like, you know, putting the really big tires on a lifted truck. Okay. Well, yeah. at this point, I'm going to go ahead and uh, telepathically communicate to Bastion. Take the lead. You, yep. You're going to know where to go from here. Alrighty. A few moments later, you do indeed feel sort of that rope um, wherever it was tied around you. Yeet! <laughs> Not yeet you, but gently tug. Um, towards right. the direction, just here. down the hall... Huh? No, he's pulling oh, you. I was going to say, I was going to lean in to hear what he has to say. But, uh, so, yeah, I'll, I'll go in the direction he wants to go. Okay. Hey, sort of leads you along like a lost puppy on a leash. Come on, Jumbos. You're going just down the hall a little bit and then off to one of the sides. And it's really weird. 
you get the vague memory that you have been down this path before. I probably had during our very first session, probably. Uh, anyways. Yes. Now, as you <laughs> go down the hallway this way, go down the hallway that way, it's yeah, a couple of flights up the stairs, and you finally find yourself at a door. It's, you know, a fairly decent-sized door, good eight feet across, wood, oaken, uh, the handle is a nice brass uh, doorknob. There's a little knocker on the side of it. And I'm not talking gazonga knocker. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But there's definitely some knockers there. <laughs> I'm going to bed. <laughs> okay. Uh, is the door unlocked? You actually see the doorknob turn just a little bit, and then it catch. As if it is locked, yes. Okay. Uh, are there any people around us? Shit, I need one of my other phones, dear. Um, Which one? The one with the port and a pop socket on it. Okay. Should be in our room? Uh, our room, yes. Ooh, sure. I know, I should have all this planned out like a good DM, but unfortunately... Yeah, I... I get the hours I want, I have a wonderful job. No, but I know. Fair enough. Hi there. There. What time? I did. Boop. Wow. Wow. Old character sheets. As you actually sit there, you see just a little bit of script scrawl across the door rather quickly. The words on it, it's written in com, or actually, no, it's written in draconic, but you can read it. Damn, eyes of the room keeper. Right? Hold tight, Davos. What does it? I know a trick or two. Okay. That's what it says? Yep. That's actually what it says. Who will somebody communicate with your ass? Okay. 
Just very faintly. And then you hear the door unlock from the other side. As you go on in, and just look around for a second, standing there just off to the side of the door, is the vague image, and it is a very vague image, of just a bipedal human. As you look at it closely, it made up of nothing but air. You see it wave at you, and then just... He doesn't tug, but he closes the door behind you. Damn it, dude. Yeah, no, he doesn't tug. He closes the door behind you, which all you see is the door close, and then the voice pipe up. Oh, yes, it's quite the correct guy. But that thing, that was just to get us in. I know, it's not the first time someone's heard that before. <laughs> So, you can both see me and hear my telepathic speech. Oh, I can't see you, but I can hear your telepathic speech. Okay, well that's not as terrifying. So, uh, I take it you are the, the man we're looking for. Bastard, we're dressing you. Yes! I do apologize. And you just see over in this very large lounging chair behind a desk. Or not lounging chair, but just high back chair behind a desk. The desk absolutely covered with scrolls. And this is even taking a further look around the room. It's a very simple room. There's a couple of couches off to either side. A very long table. And a fireplace at the end of one of the tables. Around the room are just walls and walls of books. Looking over at the guy, he sits there, his horns curling back and around his ears, the red hue of his skin as the tattoos on his face sort of make a little bit more sense, the graying goatee on his face, as well as the hair pulled back in a ponytail, a little bit gray around the temples. Yes. <laughs> it's becoming as urgent. <laughs> it's okay. <urgent. laughs> We're <kissing. laughs> like a 
with that being said, it will actually give me plenty enough time to jump over to the rest of the party. Hi there! We've yes. just been hanging out! I do apologize for the last 52 minutes. <laughs> for the last 52 minutes. I'm happy we could get through it because uh, last time we had technical issues and didn't even get an episode out. Oh. So this so is this doing is much better. Episode 16, the redo. redo. <laughs> yeah, sorry guys. Anyway. No, as you guys are, um... Right? Yeah. <laughs> what? It worked for Spider-Man. It worked for us. Well, how many times did they redo Spider-Man? We don't talk about it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It worked for Batman, it worked for us. If it worked for hey. Spider-Man, it worked for us. Michael Keaton is a wonderful Batman. Yeah, we just don't talk about nipples in Batman. We don't. Oh, come on. George Clooney was a wonderful he, Bruce Wayne. He was a wonderful Bruce Wayne, but Batman needed a little help. I know. Um, but in any case, as you guys are sitting there... Um, at the wet end. The no, way. not at the wet end. Oh, we're on our way to the wet end. No, you're on your way to Eastwatch. And then... Yes. As you guys are making your way up to Eastwatch, um, Adresti, it's actually the first time that you've laid eyes on this. I haven't had much experience with the symbol itself, but of course it's the silver sword with that is on flames across a red field. That's just foreboding. Yes. Um, and then... To your pitch-perfect ears, Adrestia, there's that sound, the unmistakable sound <laughs> of metal on stone, the constant march. You've heard it before. Oh, you've heard it before. And oh, is it wonderful? <laughs> no. No. Go on. Yeah. Go lie down. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> Sit there, weep later. <laughs> it's only a free action to do that. Can I take all the free actions? All of them. Tasha's horrible sobbing. Brought to you by the Merry Band of Misfits. <laughs> we shall now rename it Adrestia's Horrible Sobbing. Adrestia's Horrible Sobbing. We'll get you the spell details later. Um... But no, it definitely brings back to mind all the battles you fought against these guys. And as you are walking forward, sitting there in the doorway, the portcullis, up to Eastwatch itself, which... Did I actually give Eastwatch a moment? No, I did not. Okay. Yes. As you are walking up to the gateway, or at least sort of the gatehouse to Eastwatch itself, uh, there are two or three carts that, you know, 
are sitting there waiting for inspections with customs. Again. Again. You guys slip right next to him. There's a gruff fat old man. Or fat man. I hope you. Show them your papers. What you doing here? We just need to get back into the city, please. Resident? Uh, uh, I have, uh, uh, papers. Yeah. Yeah. He holds out his hand for you guys. Give him your papers, Becky. Zan. Address Dion. Give Passing over the papers, he takes a quick cursory glance at it. Come on, Annette. Don't feel me now. I'm on, tea leaf. And hands them back to you. What's free people doing here? He sits there sort of scratching his bulging stomach underneath his tunic. Wait, what's my deception? Hang on. <laughs> deception? Oh, something. Damn it. So, so on their papers, they're free people. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Especially you, knife here. Oh, hell no. I'm just like... I just get real stone-faced. Like, really? No, 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 no. We have business in the city. Mm. Alright. These friends of yours are just free people all the same. You're required to answer my question as per customs. These friends of yours, are they people all the same? <laughs> nod, just nod, yes. As you guys are going past, he waits until addressed you and puts his arm out. Stopping you, dear. Looking at you. Hold on. I think I recognize you. You didn't speak to me? You just stay there. You purple skinned little wench. Cereal. What? I'll talk to you later, knife ear. I got business with your friend. Are you gonna answer my question? Huh? Dumbstruck. Oh. So, address is dumbstruck. Uh, Cyrodiil's pissed. We got too many people talking all at once. Becky. Cyrodiil is upset because she got called my here. 
and Sarah did not hear your question. Oh. Yes. I'll show you a little bit. You guys are at like the gate. We got to let the town. We got let through. Yes, you guys are sitting. Pretty much, there is the gate way overhead. There's the portcullis right there in front of you. There are three or four caravans sitting right next to you. There's the automata, which you can hear going through and doing customs checks on those caravans or whatever carts, whatever you want to call them. And there's this fat man sitting there as you guys are walking through. And he stops. He stops and grins to us, but he doesn't stop. He says, insult Sirido. Stops and grins to but he doesn't stop me. No, he does not. Stop. He looks at you with indifferent ind indignation. And he doesn't stop Zan either. No. But Adrestia, he stops. Now, I said, haven't I seen you somewhere before? I actually, if I might, use delusion. I don't know where Do you need the player tempo? No. <laughs> I need this book. Uh. Anyway, while I'm looking up these rules, address to you, what were you going to say? I 
hold up. Ain't you been playing before? I think I saw you somewhere. Yeah, you... You hard to miss. You're one of the few purple ones around here. Hear you at all, addressed here. Here is. Oh, there we go. Wow, that was a long lag. Yeah, it was. They can hear us now. Yeah, I figured. Yeah. Are we getting any um, lag on your end, Davos? Okay. Nope, it's coming in crystal clear. Alrighty. I figured. They're rejoining. They got they got some funky Wi-Fi going on. Knife ear. They probably need to reboot the router, but we'll see. Did you turn it off and turn it back on again? I keep telling them they got to do it. No, you legitimately do have to do that, like at least once a month. High uptime on uh, networking equipment can cause problems like that. But yeah. I think part of it's just their internet service because they we I've given them one of my routers to use and they still have trouble from time to time, and my router is a, a good router. Yeah. Well. In any case, oh, while we're waiting for them to join, we might as well just take a nice, quick little break for those of us here at the you know roll what you will. Roll what you will. Um, like a five, ten minute. For those of you listening at home, it's going to be five seconds. For us here, yeah. five, ten minute if you want to. Or, I mean, 30 minutes. Okay. So, right. um, Sarah and uh, Marcus, so the, we're going to do a 30 minute break. Welcome back, my fine feathered friends. Oh, wait, wrong people. Um, <laughs> I'm not level nine, I can't fly yet. All right. Welcome back, friends. Uh, we had just left off with Adrestia and everybody because of technical issues. Already have it. Now, 
Adrestia, as you were walking through the gates, of course you were stopped by the fat rotund guard that is sitting there looking at you, scratching his stomach, going, Don't I know you from somewhere? But I swear as I've seen you somewhere, you you've been playing on them street corners for money, ain't you? Uh, no. Must have me confused with somebody else. Give me a deception check. Anybody doing anything while this is happening? I'm, fa I'm facing a Modified twenty-four. I'm facing a twenty-four. 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 I'm facing her, watching what's going down. Mm -hmm. I was waiting to see what Andrea would do because it progressively is to her. So yeah. Basically, uh, seeing how she would handle it, and then. Uh, Going from there? Okay. Oh. Yeah, I swear I've seen you somewhere. And them horns is a dead giveaway. Because we don't have too many purple... purple ladies around these parts. I mean, we got Miss Merriweather. She's a fun little number. I could probably kick you away. But you, I definitely remember you. You used to walk out of these gates every single day. I've been here for ten years. I know you. You're Socks, little girl, ain't you? I just stare at him. I'm going to go ahead and use my deception to. Your delusion? like right out in the open. How are you doing this? I am going to uh, turn my back to Andresia and the gatekeeper. And since it's more of a hand trip, not really a spell, um, but concentrate do a bit of stop the screen, hand and see if I can uh, make him think she's someone else. Out in the open, doing the whole hand thing there, right? Yeah. 
Okay. Uh, do a uh, deception check. Dirty 20? Yeah. Okay. You see him just sit there and blink for a few times trying to focus. You know what? I was mistaken. You look closer to one of Mistress Merriweather's whelps. Go on through, see your mama. Thank you, sir. Walking on past. As you're walking on past, Becky! Yeah. A hand reaches out and grabs you. The vice grip reaching around your arm. Uh, do you jolt back anything along those lines? So it's a metal vice grip then? Metal hand. Uh, vice grip like strength, though. I look at who is grabbing my arm. As you look out, it's one of the smaller ones. Yeah. That's one of the smaller ones. They might, top of their head comes up to your chin. But these ones are clad in black robes oh with a gold God. trim around them. Fucker. The royalty robe? Automata. I mean, if you wanted to roll a history check, you certainly can. Okay. Because I, like I said, my phone is dead with all my notes on it, so. Uh, 11 plus 32 for wisdom. Your history is intelligence check. You have a uh, 3 in that, if I remember correctly. Which, if I also remember, you're proficient in history because of how much you've read. So that's a plus six, eleven, uh, seventeen. Yes. You do indeed somewhat recognize these robes. While you were going through the Obsidian Labs, there were one or two of them that actually had these robes on, just the automata. Fortunately enough, you guys didn't come across and actually fight them.
Toby. Okay. But it is sleeved robe. Uh, the front of it, of course, comes down about mid-calf length. The gold trim just bearing around the outside of it. Sort of just the face, devoid of all emotion. And this is definitely, for those of you listening at home, this is not Warforged. These are automata. These are steampunk metal. These are not made from something living. No, 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 no. Nothing along those lines. No. And as it reaches out, you just hear a very weird voice speaking out to you, the grating metallic gears that are trying to process language. Magic is forbidden here. Do that again and you will be executed. By order of the g- 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 governor, I look at him and apologize and say I was just trying to bring up a meditation focus. Give me a another deception check. You could have just said, okay, and walked away. You didn't have to deceive him. No, it's. This is how she wants to play her character. Eighteen? Yeah, with all of the modifications, modified eighteen. Okay. You feel the grip loosen on you a little bit. It does indeed leave impressions behind. The con- consortium will have its eyes on you. I understand and I do a slight bow to him. Which is kind of not necessarily a more out of like a respectful uh, for lack of a better term, like a ballet bow. Bow. Uh, a little bit of a curtsy, whatever, yeah. Yeah. No, I bow. Okay, yeah. All right. I bow. It drops its hand down, steps back, the very light footstep that it has, and just somewhat blends in with the shadow of the overhang there in the gate. Okay. And that is what happens. 
then I walk through the gate after Yep. Well, as you guys do indeed walk past the guard, the rest of you walking past a green skin. Is it true you're savages they come? Heard you fuck your own sisters. Oh no. Oh no. Come on, Zan, stand up for yourself. <laughs> You'd be surprised what we'd be willing to fuck about little fucking sisters. Mm. That's my boy. Now you better stop. Let me go. I wasn't gonna stab you. Just wanted you to know your place. Cyril's very quiet. Just saying. Dan just runs and walks out. Oh shit! Church? No! Church! I'll be right now. Bye. Sure. Drip any others? Is he still there? Yeah, he's he, okay. He's okay. All right. I found church. Grease kids coming around, taking our job. And uh, we don't have to worry about them green skins taking our job. <laughs> Empire protects us well. Yeah. Can we just get past this guy? Please? May his orange beauty be splendiferous. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway. Moving on, as you guys uh, walk down the main promenade, um, of course, this is going directly out of the gate district, knowing exactly which way you guys need to go. You take a few turns off to the water down district. Not necessarily walking directly out in the open but also not necessarily hiding yourself. You make your way to the Water Down District without too much of an issue. Upon arriving there, of course, lo and behold, in all her glory, a lighter, if I remember correctly, slightly lavender color to her skin. Mistress Merwell? Yes. Yes. A slightly lavender color to her skin, uh, exuding also to her horns. Looks at the group you come in. Well then. I haven't seen so many f sour faces in a while. I'm just gonna like walk right past her. Like I'm just not, nope. Mm -mm. Rough day, little one. I don't wanna talk about it. I see. I'm just gonna walk past her and just go straight up the stairs and into Bastion's room because uh uh. Okay. Not today. But as you all go past, she looks up. Actually, at a dress and goes, Well, I know we didn't work too many street corners in the same way, but it's definitely been a while, Adrestia. Yeah. 
she's talking. I can see she, her talking. So. Oh, audio problems again. I'm going to move past making an inappropriate joke. It's nice to see you too. <laughs> Come on. Inappropriate jokes. You should probably know better than that. Men around here. They only think with one of their heads. Not the one on their shoulders. And they only have enough blood to run the other. Get <laughs> <laughs> girl precisely it's been quite a long time hmm. sit down I'll pour you a couple is it still the straight whiskey you used to drink when you were playing the violin or was it a flute back in the day Not even for old time's sake. There was a flute the other day. Oh wait, I'm not there. I'm out of the bastard's room, just by myself. A stout ale? So what are you drinking then? over well not walks over but turns around to the setup behind her and you see her grab one bottle look at it for a few seconds set it off to the side grab another bottle look at it for a few seconds set it off to the side and then shove her arm back up to the shoulder Grab a bottle from the back and pull it out. This one is capped off with a wax cap. The label on it just being the very basic parchment stuck with some sort of adhesive. The stamp on it being recognizable, though if one would say possibly dwarven. So you pull the cap off, and this the wax is somewhat cracked, so you can tell that she's opened it up before, but apparently not very much. Maybe only a third of the bottle is actually gone, and this isn't a very big bottle, though. Setting down two glasses, one directly in front of you, one directly in front of her. Now, these are not your shooting glasses, these are definitely <coughs> sipping glasses. Uh, those in the bartending industry, these are rocks glasses. 
pours about two fingers worth in yours, pours about two fingers worth in hers, and sets the bottle down, brings it up, takes a sniff, sips, and then sets it back down. As you do the same, the first smell that actually hits you is a little bit oaky. Touch sweet. And then it's memory. It's not a smell that hits you, but it's a memory of way back when. Of ages long since past, and this is not even ages long since past you were a kid, but you weren't even born yet. Hundred years ago. These are memories of great battles. These are just sort of that feeling that comes along with the whiskey as you smell it. Fire. Take a sip. Cool at first. And then luckily enough, you are a tiefling, so you do have fire resistance. Because fuck, does it burn? <laughs> it burns going down so much that you think you might, you know, belch out fire or burn up inside. But nothing. But it leaves behind a nice warm feeling. Keeping you coming back for that second sip a few minutes later. And then, Becky, what are you doing as soon as you enter the bar? Oh, since I noticed that Mrs. Merriweather is talking to Andresia, I look to see if I can find someone else. Um, how long has it been since we've actually eaten anything? You guys ate breakfast that morning, and it's about lunchtime. It's only like about four hours. Yeah, at most. I mean, um, it was a fairly decent breakfast anyway, so... It's not like you're needing to eat anything. You're not absolutely starving type of situation. Okay. Um, I am just going to see if I can maybe send her um, some of conscious cheese and maybe like a light snack of like bread and cheese or you know, bread. Like a light bread meat and cheese. But nothing really like dinner style. And then I plan on taking um, one of the cups, like taking a little bit of it um, up to Cyrodiil, um and offer her one of the cups of tea to help her calm down because I don't think in her mood intoxication would be a good thing. See, Becky's smart. Yep. No, actually, talking to Mistress Merriweather, since she seems to be really the only one out at this point in time, looks at you, oh, alrighty. Sips on her whiskey, sets it down. I'll have one of my girls grab you that tea real quick. Delilah, get your ass out here and actually do some serving besides on your knees. Yeah, Bryce. Delilah. 
Soon after, it's actually a short little stocky dwarven lass. Her braid coming down, actually, both sides of her head. No. To about mid-back. Ooh, that's long. That's some long hair. Her dark brown hair. Hey. I'll certainly do that, mistress. As she scurries on around and actually just... So it was a couple of teas, right? All right, give me just a few seconds. We know a few spells. Oh, oh, she's so cute. As she scurries off into, you know, as you peek your head around the corner, what might be considered a very rudimentary kitchen. It has a stove, an oven, nothing too much back there, not much space. There's a fire pit there to, you know, actually be able to see. But other than that, just taking a kettle, throwing it on the fry fire, she throws together just a very simple a couple of slices of whatever boule that they have onto the uh, small wooden plate, a couple of you know slices of hard cheese and cured meat, just all together. Soon after, you hear the kettle whistling, and she just grabs it, walks back over, fills up two cups. Brings it all out onto just one big old tray, setting it right in front of you. Eddie, uh, so the mistress said you go a bit of discount here. Uh, think she said you get five coppers for all this? She takes them, and uh, it's five coppers. So she walks over, drops them in the spot where Mistress Merriweather collects them. She's so cute. <laughs> Nothing else, right? Yes, thank you very much. Everything was fine. Thank you. All right. As she does that, she actually comes out from around behind the bar and starts wiping down tables, what have you. Uh, opening up for the night ahead. Angry elf. Very angry elf. <laughs> oh, yeah, she's an angry elf. I'm gonna take one of the cups of tea. Becky. But not really say much. In. For those of you who know, this is an Aunt Red Killer tea. Ah, lavender candle. But would not kill Becky. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, I, I take one of the cups from Becky very, very silently. The uh, flowery smell of it. If she doesn't calm down, she might possibly boil the tea over. So I just set down the mug and just sit there. Mm-hmm. I set down the cup. Yeah. 
setting the other cup. It's still, you can smell the flowery smell coming off of it. Um, almost a warm, definitely the warmth, which is a little bit odd. Uh, having a warm drink when it is indeed still warm enough outside. Mm. Yes, I know. Exactly. It's tea. Tea makes everything better. No, I'm well aware of that. So. I just talked to
Jill, I'd take church right about now. I know. I just want to go home. I'm done. I know. I want to get out of this city as soon as we can. And my heart hurts for Adrestia because this is her home. And it sucks. Not anymore, but it will be again. We need to see what we can do about possibly making Andrasia's home feel a bit more homelike and getting everyone else the answers that they need for whatever homes they seek. And as I said before, you can't do that if we're dead or if we're incarcerated. I don't plan on being either. <clears throat> Okay. I just need to be by myself right now. Okay. Thank you for the tea. You're welcome. So, is she, Cyrodiil, are you in our room that we were carrying? No, I, I went up to Bastion's. Yeah. So you're sitting in Bastion's suite. Mm-hmm. This is where my ass okay. is planted until Bastion and Davos get back. Okay. Then I am going to go ahead and go to our room. Like, walk across the way over to our room. Um, I have left. Well, Cyril, do you want me to leave some of this for you? No. And I show her the plate of cheese and everything on it. No, I'm not hungry. Okay. Then I go ahead and... Is there anyone else in Sebastian's room? Um, not that you can see. Okay. Then I'm just going to go ahead and take the plate and go across back to my room and sit there and drink and snap for a bit, read through my books. See if I can come up with any other information about uh, getting Cyrodiil home or getting myself home. Yeah, just okay. reading through your books in general. Um, yeah. This time around, I'm not going to have you actually roll for it, but it's because you are actually taking time to do these things. It's not a specific, oh, well, I look just for this information. Yeah. You were gleaning if through. I, yeah. I was going to say, these are the books that I've had all along. So I keep trying to research through them and research through them to see if anything new might connect. 
Uh-huh. Yeah, and I mean, it will take you a while, but and you'll have to remind me in between sessions, such as probably Wednesday when I do have the time. <laughs> To tell you what it is that you have found out, but you do indeed find some things out about um, just the generalized area. You do indeed find some things out dealing with the horsemen. And this is because you're not necessarily average intelligence, you're above average intelligence. This is like Abe Sapien type of shit. Where it's five books at once. Okay. You're sitting there with your tea off to the side, your meat and cheese platter, with, like, you got your book on sort of, you know, the monastery, you've got the book on the horsemen, you've got the book on the generalized history of just this area, and then you've got, you know, another book that's a lighter reading type of situation. It only has 200 or so pages. Yeah. Lighter reading for you. Yeah. But, yeah. You read them all. um, Just flipping here and there. Cross-referencing while you can. Um, Okay. Yeah, at this point in time, of course, Zan and Adressi are down in the bar having their drinks, which Mistress Merriweather, she didn't necessarily pour the same exact whiskey for you, Adrestia, but she does pour a fairly hefty whiskey for you, Zan. Looks at you with a smirk and goes, This one's on the house, dear. She like you. It's a clear liquid. Completely clear. Doesn't have much of a smell to it for a few seconds. Lord have mercy. And then it hits you as your nose hairs curl. So grease lightning is burning down the quarter mile. <laughs> Sip it out a little bit, your entire mouth goes numb. That the moon time. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's like that split second type of numb with the lingering hurt. You can feel it creep down your throat and you're like He's fine. I figured a big burly man like yourself would enjoy it. Straight from the ore camps. Aww, she like you. Brown chicken, brown cow. Anyway. Uh, you guys, as Adrestia, Zan, Miss Merriweather, 
you guys are doing what you were doing there at the wet end. We jump our way back to Davos. Who's fucking invisible in the middle of a study with a guy you just woke up. Like I said, his... He's also fucking invisible because he's tied to Bastion and there's a road. Yeah. It's a thing. I'm a ghost. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Ghost. Ooh. What? What? Oh, shit. People are here. What? Oh. Bastion. No, not Bastion. It is the guy sitting in the chair. Um, red skin, very small, much smaller horns than both Mistress Merriweather and Adrestia. But this guy has red skin. The... It's a dark red skin, so the white pigment ink in his tattoo that runs down his face, only covering half his face, but runs down his face and down his arm does indeed jog your memory quite a bit. And if you can remember him, I will give you extra points for it, but I will not let you roll history for it. No, not ringing any bells. Okay. Looks over at the door as he sees it close. Shit. Bastards are back at it again. <sighs> Few arcane runes in the air, and that's actually what they are, just arcane runes. They have no meaning. Mr. Eyes of the fucking room keeper, fuck you. <laughs> Unless it's druidic. And you feel an energy about you, and it's just one of those... It's like a water balloon hits you and just... Bleh. As you see your hand again, okay, so he's a tiefling, right? Is that necessary? I don't trust anybody who walks in here like that. You understand we're running occupation in right now. Yes. Horribly enough, they've been keeping me here. The best so sleep I get is... They don't just let people like me walk through the front door. No. No, they don't. I've been wondering why I haven't so had so many I... visitors. So how do you think I got in here? By a magic stick up your ass. Oh, I like him. Precisely. A magic stick up my ass that I can only remove three times per day. <laughs> Called invisibility. Oh, it's a fun time, isn't it? Wait, are we I, 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 uh, anyways. My friend here tells me that you may have some information that we could use, perhaps. Wait a minute. I've seen you before. It's... Where have I seen you? I can't quite remember where I've seen you before, but I know I've seen you before. Mm -hmm. Have you seen me in a group with an orc, an elf, a tiefling, 
Uh, and, uh, a gnome? A gnome? You know how many people I see walk through these doors? Oh, well, not anymore. You know how many people I used to see walk <laughs> through these doors every day? <coughs> four or five? Yes, now. But before this all happened, I would see hundreds of people walking through the doors. Wait, wait. I have it. I sent you to go get something. Motherfucker. Didn't I? Oh. You, uh, we yes, you it was the roses. Party. That's right. It was the roses. I forgot it was the roses. No, it wasn't a rose. No, it was the orc, wasn't it? No, no, no. It was the gravestone. I sent you to go get the gravestone, didn't I? Gravestone? What? Does it ring bells? <sighs> Anyways, I'm Davos Wormwood. Davos. Davos. <laughs> he just sits there stroking his goatee. Is it the sword? Was it a cockatrice? Was it a what? A cockatrice. Mm. You know, you get a cocka once, a cocka deuce. But you never get a cockatrice. Did we go after a cockatrice one time? Early on? I don't remember, actually. No. No. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't think so. I know you. Oh, you've been saying it for the last ten minutes. That's who you are. Where the fuck is church? I knew it was the sage. <clears throat> I'm not there. He has, um... He's had a bit of a temper tantrum. And kind of went off to do his own thing for a little bit. Trying to find him. Don't know where he is just yet. I have his brother here with me. This is back here. <laughs> I don't see the family resemblance. I look over at Bastion and I look back at this guy. Bastion is still sitting there. He actually looks closer to a family member of you. Oh, Bastion. Get Drop the whole facade for a minute. As you swish your hand around, you know, at about chest height and a little bit higher than, you know, where the illusion's head is, your hand just runs straight into metal. And you go, boom! As you just... Ow! <laughs> well, fine! I thought it was a glorious time, but... Son of. We have to sneak around somehow. As it just sort of fades away, of course, you can see Bastion again. 
It's the motherfucking sage. Is this better? You old fuck. Oh, yes. Now I can see it. Now I can see it. It's the glint in your eyes, isn't it? You told me this guy was reliable. He is. He's the one that sent us on the quest. He just looks there. Hey. I've... I've known him to be reliable in the past, though unfortunately it seems pulling him out of a nice slumber has done a number on his mind. Hmm. Maybe we should wake him up a little bit. Um. Wake me up a little bit. I'm already awake, you fucks. I like him. He was so serious. Let's see, I might, I might have potion. Oh, Lord Jesus. As he sits there, he actually just reaches out and grabs a cup from his table and takes a sip. <laughs> it's gone cold. Can you heat this up? Oh, so you mean they trapped this poor motherfucker and he doesn't get to see anything? Uh, sure. <laughs> I take it and give it a little zap from my shocking grasp. Electrifying. Thermal dynamics will say it works. <laughs> I'm not going to explain the physics to it, but it works. It heats up the glass, which you do indeed start to see a little bit of steam come off the top of it. Taking a good smell, it's a very bitter drink. Black. Coffee. Yep, that's coffee. Grabs it back from him. Thank you. Uh, much better. Where are we? Sets it down on the table. Now, Mr. Wormwood, what can I do for you? Uh, my friend here, uh, Church's brother, uh, Bastion, as you may or may not know him. Yes. Uh, he mentioned you might have some information for me on how to get in close contact with the governor. We're assassinating an elected official. Well. Unfortunately, he's very well guarded. But I can tell you one way. Mm -hmm. Meet me. You just see him sit there for a few seconds, thinking about time, just stopping mid-sentence. Like, meet me! Crickets. You hear the fire crickling in the background. Why do I see Bastion just... <laughs> Hello? <laughs> Me and you... Where? Where? The... 
tell you what. Three miles outside. Or is no, there a no. Lane? Two miles? Yes. Five miles. Five miles outside East Watch. Where the mountains turn in. Meet me there at midnight. And I will tell you what you need to know. Why does shit always happen at midnight? The, uh, the crow calls at midnight or some shit. Uh, is the, uh, is there a language that you can write in that nobody else in this keep can write in? As a roomkeeper, motherfucker. I think because I am one of the most intelligent people here. And how about you write down that information for me in a language that only you and I can understand? Because I can read all languages. You can? What happened to you? Oh, well, you've been gone for about nine months. Ten? Twelve? Nine. Nine! I see. You're one as well. Yes, my patron has bestowed upon me some rather unique gifts. One of those being the ability to read any language. Yes, that's right. Okay, there is... I have my information stashed at this place. Meet me there. But you don't want to. Well, I will write things down. If that's if that's the only way. Yeah. Oh, he gonna forget. <laughs> this motherfucker gonna forget. Susan, five miles out of East Watch, where the mountains turn in. Are we saying north, west, south? Map. Yes. I mean, I know there's mountains to the north. He's old. We need hold music. As I said, you don't have to meet me here. But you may certainly meet me here. I have to go there anyway. But give me a few seconds. You want you want to get in touch with the governor, yes? Yes. For okay, what so reasons? I'll meet you there at midnight then tonight. Right? Well well for what reasons do you want to meet the governor? Oh boy. I lean in close to him. Uncomfortably close. As only Davos can do. 
Actually, sit back down in his chair. Sit at his desk. Look around. (laughs) (laughs) That was gold. Damn it, I wish people could have seen that. Right. Uh, For those of you at home, he just looks up at Davos and gives him two giant thumbs up. What is his name? I can't remember. I thought I had it written down, but even look, I didn't. No? Did you have it written down, Davos? Have what written down? This, this guy's, guy's name. I know he's the sage from the very beginning. Exactly. Was he was the very first guy we met, right? That yep. Yeah, yeah. Don't remember. I didn't have it written down. I have him written down as the sage, but goddammit, I just can't remember his name. Alright. With the fact that he was the very first NPC I created for you guys, I know exactly his name. He was an old man, trained in uh, the arts. His name is Kermon. I do have it written down. Shut the fuck up. I'm so wrong. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Where is it? Or maybe I don't. Becky! wouldn't have it written down or any knowledge of this because she met you on Trendland. Yeah. Tea Leaf yeah. wouldn't have That's any knowledge of this. This was back when you guys were but a tiefling, an orc, an elf, a half elf, and a dragonborn. And church. No, church wasn't part of that meeting. I know, but we went and got church. That is exactly how we met church. Yes. Because exact- our original quest was to go and find the orb, and we found out that the person who has the orb just happens to fucking be Compass. <sighs> Memories. I thought I had Caramon written down. I just haven't written him down as a sage. So, thank you for reminding me. As he smiles at you, looks at his thumbs. What was it I sent you to go find? An orb? The seeing orb, yes. Did you ever find it? Does it count that we found the person that had it? Mm, yes, it. Yes, it. <laughs> sort of. Explain. Not really. It was in the possession of another one of Church's uh, siblings. Yes, yes, sister. I know. Okay. I gave it to okay. her. Uh, well, as far as I know, she still has it, and she disappeared. Again. 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 As she is very wont to do. Well, I sent her to that island to seek out the temple. Why didn't she do that? It's compass on She must have found something. What did she find? He just stands up and starts looking through his books. Hmm... We found, uh, we found, uh, an artificer building an army of constructs. We found... You the, did? Well, yeah, we knew that guy. Oh. Yes. I'm not, I'm not there. We killed him, and then, uh, we killed him again when another group of, uh, oh God, what were they called? The bringers of blight or plague something or others. 
Light sewers. Nope. Light sewers. Nope. Yes. No. Nope. I'm not there. I mean, if you want to call on the blight sewers, go right ahead. This is you retelling your story. Then we don't they blight something. They were they were servants of Kelowna. I always have a hard time remembering their exact name. It was the blight plague something or others. Yes, yes. I think I know of who you're talking about. And then church ran away. Hmm. I have one of their weapons that I repurposed into my own tool. If you want to take a look at it. Oh please yes, go. yes, please, please. Come a little blood maze. He takes it from you. I believe it needs more cowbells, though. <laughs> oh my god, he's so cute! <laughs> he's more ambiance. Sets it down more on dog. the table, takes a look at it, whips out like a little monocle type of thing that has six different lenses. <laughs> Bastion's in the background like, Lord have mercy. No, Bastion just finally went down, sat in her chair. If robots could snooze, he's got his feet up on a coffee table. He's the robot version of you. Am I wrong? Yes, <laughs> I see. You broke the enchantment on it. Interesting, interesting. We keep it a camera. What can it do? Uh, it can scramble your brains. Oh, joyous! Oh, I like him. He's a tiefling, right? Yes. You want to? <laughs> you want to have a demonstration? Oh no, not on me, not on me. Come here, Bastion. No. He walks up to the door, opens it up, hooks his head out. Where did that boy go? Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> you see him just step out in the hallway. The door's like wide open. He's like, motherfucker, I'm not invisible anymore. Peleus! <gasps> no, 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 oh no, oh no, oh no! <laughs> Son of a bitch! Peleus, get back here! <laughs> no! Oh, why are you this brother? Why? You guys know nothing. I know nothing. You're not even there. No, I'm not. A few minutes later, you hear the sounds of chainmail upon plate. I'm sorry, my lord. After Sir Lazarus. Kicked me out of the guard. <gasps> you <sighs> dick. <laughs> for being too congenial with the help. Aww. He said I was being too nice to them. So, I, I, I do apologize for not being at the post. <laughs> yes, Pallius, come here. All right, sir. In walks, actually, just a purple. And yes, I know, oddly enough, this place is populated with tieflings up to Wazoo right now. First it was Dragonborn, and now it's tiefling. Um, a purple tiefling, his horns curving around that same shape that they do with Adrestia. And looking at him, you do... Go turn her off. <laughs> Go 
turn her off. What the fuck? I apologize. Our electronic Amazon device just decided to pick up on whatever I was saying. I unplugged her. <laughs> so she's in the bathroom just fucking talking to herself. <laughs> Anyway, there is a striking resemblance with how much time you've spent with Adrestia oh. to Peleus. Don't Though do he's it, in full plate mail, it's a very simple plate mail. Just, you know, breastplate, uh, tacits, <coughs> you know, some kidney guards, that type of thing. Walks in, looks. When did you guys get here? A few seconds later, you just hear. <gasps> Caramon. <laughs> oh. Yes, it's a good scrambler. Caramon, <laughs> 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 and I say, you know that that fellow looks. Look uh, <laughs> at Sarah. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> it's very similar to, to somebody in my group. Um, same, same skin color, almost the same horns and everything. Does he, uh, does he have any, uh, any family? Yes! He spoke about his family plenty enough times. He has a sister that's a total haunch. I mean, hooch. No. Twat! That's the word he used, was a twat. And then another sister... That apparently was rather nice. They've spent way too much time with her damn snake. <laughs> what was that snake's name? <laughs> Turquoise? Turquoise? Quartz? Obsidian? That was the name! <laughs> So what you're telling me is you just scrambled the brains of my accomplice's brother. Remind me to kill you later, Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> Was that her brother? <sighs> I'm not the one that decided to make Peleus the butt monkey, okay? <laughs> Peleus? Hold, Hold my sword. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, poor kid. He's just been through the damn ringer. Literally. He is the damn ringer. Okay, well, um, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go over to Pelvis and just kind of start fanning him. Are you okay? That's alright, mother. <laughs> You check for her pulse and everything. He's still alive. Though he's gonna have one hell of a goose egg. Yeah, I mean, it, the, the mace itself is only an extra d4 of psychic damage, so it's, unless he only has eight health points to begin with, he shouldn't be... Dead. Completely fucked up. No, he's, he's got one hell of a concussion, and he's laid out on the ground, but he is not fucked up. I'll fix it. Okay. <laughs> 
Let's all just agree to not tell Adrestia about this, uh, bastard. Hear, hear! <laughs> She's like, no! Nope. Well, that was a wondrous display of fortitude, my good sir. As he just walks over and grabs Peleus, lifts him up, sets him on his... You okay? <laughs> you deserve a drink and a woman to stick your dick into. We're keeping Bastion, that's it. <laughs> it's a good fight, and after every fight, you always need a woman. Wait a damn minute. Do you even have... You know, I'm not going to ask that much. Uh, <laughs> Do you even have the correct appendage, Bastion? Think wild, wild west. Do you think he wouldn't have found something hard and pumping for the lower half of his anatomy? He's just like welded a metal rod to his groin. <laughs> um. He does have fingers. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> I broke the <laughs> Yes, let's not tell Adrestia this. <laughs> Poor Sarah. La, 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 <laughs> She's la, not here, la, she can't la, la. hear you. So, where to now, Davos? Well, we don't have to meet Caramon until midnight. And I've got the location marked on my map, so I know where we need to go now. Um,. Uh, we don't have any other contacts to meet, do we? No, it was actually just these two. We were supposed to meet your right. group back at the wedding. It was it's several days travel to the Spearwatch Mountains where the uh, where that other guy's family is being imprisoned in the mines, right? Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. it was. Well, <clears throat> at this point, I say we can probably head back to the wet end. Grab something to eat and wait for everybody else to return. Alright. Sounds like a wondrous time. Okay. Well, thanks for wasting my invisibility, you old douche. And I cast invisibility on myself. <laughs> and on, on a bastion. What about Pelias? No, as you do that, and you actually hear the voice from behind you as you start heading out, because you've walked it now a couple of times, you know the way out of the castle, or the keep. You hear the bastion's voice behind you. Caramon! You mind if we take this wee one back with us? He's going to need an adventurous end to today. As I was saying... He looks over it. Or, actually, you can't even see this. You hear him call out, though. May we take Peleus with us? He's going to need a fun time. And maybe a few recuperative drinks. And no one else besides Mistress Mer Merriweather knows recuperation. Yes? What? Maybe. Okay. Okay. <laughs> A few seconds later, 
You see the form of Peleus just dissolve into nothingness as well. Tell me Bastion picks him up, poor guy. Lord Jesus. Come along, wee one. Is he just like, scoop under the arm? Lead forth, Davos. So is he invisible because Bastion is carrying him? Yeah. Oh. So, is this floating through the air? No, he's invisible as well. Damn it, that would have been funny. Okay. All right, let's uh, let's go back out the way we came. All right. Give me a uh, stealth check. Making their own theme music. (laughs) At advantage, mind you, because you are invisible. What? Oh, it's advantage. Yes. Okay, modified nineteen. Much better. Excellent. All right. You guys do indeed make it out of the keep, and as well as the stronghold district without too much of an incident. That smell... Like, you leave the stronghold district, and you feel like you just took the first breath of fresh air in a very long time. It's them black folks, isn't it? Them there black folk. They were there, You guys actually make it back to the wet end before even the spell expires. Mistress Merriweather just seeing the door open a little bit, grabs an axe from underneath the bar and sort of aims it over there. I drop the spell. You drop it. It drops on Bastion. And oddly enough, he has his arm out like this. He's just, he's straight up just chilling. Oh no, uh... How do we... It, it should have worn off on him too, because I didn't cast it on Pelias. Exactly. I did. As the spell just disperses from him. We found your brother. You cheeky bastard. You know what? Okay. You wanted it to do it your way, Davos, and this is your story to create, and a mighty heroic one it is at that. Such cunning, such deception. Stories will be told about this. As this is happening, by the way, I'm calm down enough, and I'm coming down the stairs, and I'm Bastion, 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 Bastion. Hey. Yes? Calm down. No, we must be celebrated! For victorious we are. For he went out and spoke with them and got the information that he so sought. Wondrous days it is. Good Davos. And just claps you directly on the shoulder. His metal hand coming down quite a bit. It it, it knocks you a bit around. (laughs) <laughs> I'm just gonna go ahead and play into his mood here, and I turn back to Bastion, and I say, yes! In the spirit of celebrations, I believe our friend Peleus requires a certain kind of celebration. So why don't you help him requ- recuperate the, the way you, you mentioned earlier in the keep? As for me, I'm gonna go have a short rest. 
As for me, yeah, I'm a down to hit point. I'm you go do that, my friend. You have deserved it. Miss Merriweather. Wait a minute. Is Adrestia still down in the bar? Yes, Adrestia is indeed still down in the bar, though I think she's a bit taken back by her whiskey. Derp. <laughs> no, that's what your brother sounds like right about now, honey. <laughs> no, not quite that taken aback by your whiskey. I'm gonna walk over to, to, to her and be like, he looks a lot like you. Yeah. But no, Bastion goes over and is starting to discuss some things with Miss Merriweather. Oh boy. And you see her laugh. He laughs. <laughs> Nobody's ending in jail, but someone does get in handcuffs. Oh. <laughs> Oop! Pelius <laughs> is going to wake up tied to a bed. Pelius <laughs> is going to wake up tied to a bed. He's just standing there, sort of this dumb look on his face, like, uh. You know, like a kid who just turned 18, finally getting to go into a sex store. Titties! <laughs> <laughs> Can I walk up to him and introduce myself? Meanwhile, Davos is just walking up to his room like Pontius Pilate just washing his hands. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Hello. Hi. So you have chosen to crucify him. <laughs> Tavos from the from over his shoulder. Let me know how it goes. <laughs> Take one for the team, boy. Take one for the team. Hi. Hi. I'm Cyrodiil. Yes. You look a lot like my friend Adrestia. It's gonna be Adrestia. Y'all related? Yes. You're her if brother. If it's the same Adrestia I think of. That one. Points. Shit. Y'all related? Cause I'm gonna take a wild guess and say you're her brother. Yes? Oh goody, come with me. Oh no. What did she do this time? <laughs> Give me a good end to my day. Family reunion, okay? I didn't realize you hung out here, sister. Oh, keep talking to you, girl. Look, I found your brother! I'm fine now, by the way, thanks. Nope, she's awake. There's a little bit of a lag. And Cyrodo gets the warm embrace she was hoping for. Yeah! <laughs> Hugging around him, there's actually the plate and the chain mail that does indeed feel a little bit cold. Uh, because, I mean, drinking down that whiskey, you're rather warm. So it's comforting now. And he sits there for a few minutes, just arms at the side, before actually hugging you back. Aww. And it's. Cyrodiil's in the corner, like, aww. A family embrace. One that you used to get from Thok. It's a nice 
tight hug, but not too tight. A good dad hug. Not quite dad hug, but it's definitely one you get from brother. Is he in the corner? Yay! Yay! Smiles, lets go of you, sits down next to you, and you guys discuss a few things. What is it you discuss? I'm all happy. Because this is not how it ends. I know. Uh, I don't have any earthly idea. <laughs> you sit there, turning into a babbling, crying pile of mush emotion, finally seeing your brother. You know what? That's exactly pretty much what would have happened. If yeah. you're being honest. And I'm gonna like walk over to her address. And that's it. for a few moments before someone comes up behind Peleus, taps him on the shoulder, grabs his hand, and brings him upstairs while he has a dumbstruck look on his face. With that, that is where we are going to end. <laughs> I do hope you guys have enjoyed listening at home. Uh, we will meet you again next week for another wow, episode man. of Roll What You Will. I bid you a good night and adieu.